everyone, and welcome to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. This is episode 196, entitled Updates and Hacks. As we're going to be talking all about updates, we got Mario Maker 2 update, we got Animal Crossing update, and we got a hack of Nintendo Network. Um, and we've got some other news tonight we'll talk about as well. Um, my name is Steve, but I'm also joined by Barry. As always, hey Barry, how's it going? Hey, doing well. I thought we were going to talk about the Dragalia Lost update. Man, I tuned into the wrong show. Well, if you want to talk <laughs> about that update, you can. But, <laughs> but I, I did see you—you you got the memo about the, um, you know, cor- color coordinating tonight and and theme Damn coordinating. Straight. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, someone didn't because there was no memo. We just somehow Barry and I read each other's minds. Uh, Greg, we got to tune you in sometime to to read our minds. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I do have a Zelda shirt. It's not in that flavor of green, but it is like a Zelda shirt nonetheless. So um, I do have other green ones that are like that color, just not a video game style shirt. <laughs> nice. But yeah, it's good to be here and always glad to be on. Yes, for sure. And uh, we are also, we're not alone. We we're, it's, it's us three, but we have a full chat room of people that are uh, joining us. If you've never joined us live, uh, you should join us live. Uh, we go uh, live pretty much every other Tuesday uh, with this podcast, and we love interacting with you guys on the chat um, on YouTube. So be sure to do that. Uh, speaking of which, one particular person we'd like to call out tonight in our chat room, who's pretty much there every week, very uh, active in our Discord, it's Jakester's birthday today. So happy birthday, Jakester. Uh, Greg has uh, prepared a full uh, rendition of an 8-bit uh, birthday that he will now sing for you. Go ahead. <laughs> I know you're just kidding because I sure don't. <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> you mean you didn't get that memo, Greg? That, you had one so many tonight. memos that Steve were lost. Steve already said the memos didn't come this way, so <laughs> it got lost in wherever the internet, the mail. I don't know how you sent it. So <laughs> nice. Uh, Gabriel's joining us. I think what is he? He's from Holland, I think, or Netherlands. Um, whoever that goes by, I think that's what he where he's from. It's three a.m. there. Uh, we're so glad that you guys are joining us from all over the world. We have we're international now, guys. We're international. It's, it's it's awesome. Uh, I so, feel so sorry for the world. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if you guys have never joined us before, uh, thanks so much for being here. Hit that bell, hit that subscribe button on uh, YouTube or whatever, wherever you're listening. If you're listening after the fact on a podcast app, um, thanks so much for doing that as well. And share this out with other Nintendo fans that you know. We would love to, uh, to be able to reach more people, talk to more people about games. And if you haven't joined us on social media and Discord yet, be sure to do that. All the links are in the description down below in the show notes on our uh, on the podcast as well. And uh, yeah, we'd love to connect with you guys between shows. That's a, that's a perfect way to do that. Keep talking games. Uh, but speaking of talking games, let's talk about what we've been playing lately. Let's go to Greg first. <laughs> So this update's going to be surprising you guys out of the water because I have Ooh. like more than like one game to talk about. Really? For once, wow. So. Okay, I'm I'm ready. I actually wow. I think let's let's see if I can count them up really quick. Um, I think it's actually right about four outside of Fire Emblem Heroes. All right. So I've been quite busy playing games, especially with my daughter Belle, who's absolutely getting very fascinated by a number of the games that I'll be talking about. So without further ado, um, we did complete uh, Yoshi's Crafted World, beat the final boss, got the last gem. So like before, I had stopped playing over 
pretty much a year ago, I think, I'd only gotten the first gem. So like together we got the last like four gems and beat the rest of the levels. Um, definitely not 100% completion, but I have been very slowly pit- knocking away levels at the very early on ones and not sure if I'll continue going through with that. Uh, the next game we've been playing, um, I guess replaying in my eyes, is the Untitled Goose game. So I recently discovered you could have a player two active and then both players are controlling the goose at the same time. So I thought that was really cool where I can help like make a run or help guide her into certain directions when she's not making it move. So we've been having a lot of fun replaying a lot of the missions and just doing silly things as the little goose. Nice. All right. Then I... Over the weekend, I purchased that game, Good Job, and then Belle also got really into that. Like, she thought it was really fun just destroying the workplace and using, like, creating little slingshots and sending like, copiers and chairs and all sorts <laughs> of people, like, flying, like, across the room and everything and destroying stuff. It's actually quite a little cool game. And then um, I did a little bit of solo time to discover that the idea is to not break as like try to minimize the amount of damage you're doing to actually solve it like per- more perfectly. So obviously we won't be doing that when we're playing together, but I thought that was an interesting note considering how they're like advertising. You could just like, Oh, destroy everything, blow up walls. And like, so you do get like a, gr- you get like a letter grade on your, how much like damage and stuff that and money you collected from it. So okay. that is a, quite a fun little game that also has co-op so we're both playing at the same time and the camera gets kind of finicky when you're on both sides of the level because it tries to do like a split screen but it if the um one player's on the top then it's like split screen in half or if it's like on the left then it like goes left and right split screen so it's oh. like shifts unless you guys are both like in the same neutral area then obviously it'd just be full screen for both of you but i thought that was kind of interesting the way they implemented that let's see and then obviously still playing animal crossing we're doing that together as well um we're just bought some more art pieces tonight and i watched a few tips and tricks videos and discovered stuff that i wish the game would have told me i could do (laughs) so i just discovered you can actually make a money tree that will drop money when you guys were talking about money trees i thought you were just referring to the hundred (laughs) dollars that just drops from the bottom like yeah i got a couple money trees (laughs) like not real like you can make it drop like 10 grand or whatever right get really easy money so kind of wish the game would have told you stuff about that (laughs) those are the fun things you just get to you get to learn as you go um and many of us that played it like 15 years ago realized it and they keep it going but but it's it, those are those are fun little easter eggs that you get to learn it's not supposed to hold your hand i mean it's supposed to be an exploration <laughs> and discovery type game <laughs> eh, i don't think that falls into that category it seems like it's more like a so i think i summed it up before i got the game as more of like a life simulator because you're like oh it's pull some weeds let's plant some trees let's water some flowers it's like i could do that outside too so <laughs> so right i say now. it's a life simulator <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect quarantine yeah, life simulator. <laughs> yep and then obviously just still doing the dailies and fire emblem heroes and um obviously the golden week is upon us like in the next week or so so there's lots of new things coming through because japan has this like golden week celebration where they lots of kids could get extra like extra cash to spend so there's could be like new bundles available in japanese style games for 
purchases. Might not sure if Dragalia Lost will be getting stuff like that too, but I know Japan's pretty heavy on celebrating uh, Golden Week, so it's a heads up for any anyone that plays some Japanese games. Nice, cool. Uh, Barry, what have you been playing lately? Uh, I actually uh, I don't have the same uh, like large list, but I have been playing uh, a few things. I have been playing Animal Crossing, of course. Still doing that every day. Uh, trying to trying to make some money on the stock market right now. So if anyone has a good uh, good bell price or a good turn of prices, uh, let us know in the uh, Discord, please. <laughs> I bought a lot this week. I need to sell. Uh, I'm also playing Damage in Transit, which is a game we will be doing as a game chat uh, later this week, um, which is a a very fun indie game from a friend of mine, and uh, I definitely recommend giving that a, a, you know checking that out. And if you actually go to my Twitter, um, there's a contest right now going on to actually win a copy of that. So please go to my Twitter and join that contest. Uh, on I think that's that's mainly it for the Switch. On the PS4, I've been playing Mass Effect Andromeda, which is a game I really just started to kill time before Trials of Mana came out, and I despite its bugs and glitches and oddities, I still fell in love with it because I love the Mass Effect games. I haven't played one since 3 came out in like 2012 or whatever, 2011. So it's like, oh, it's so good to go back into that style world. And I'm playing on the easiest level, but I'm just engrossed in it. And I love the lore and I love Bioware's storytelling. And it's not the best game. In fact, I will definitely say it's the weakest of the three previous ones, but I'm having fun with it. And that's, to me, all that matters. So I'm hoping to finish that this week to start Trials of Mana. Um, still doing Final Fantasy XIV. Um, big, big updates coming to that game. So super excited about it. But like everything, it's been delayed by COVID. Hmm. Still doing Dragalia, which is not doing anything for Golden Week. But it is, in fact, doing something for Fire Emblem crossover. They're rerunning the Fire Emblem crossover right now. And a brand new one starts, I think, tomorrow. Uh, so... I don't know if you're aware, Greg, but if you're a Fire Emblem fan, this might be something you're interested in. Uh, give it a shot. Uh, that's pretty much it. I've stopped Pokemon Go. I'm still doing Mario Kart Tour, but, you know, just casually. Um, but, yeah, not as heavy as Greg this week or this time. Nice. And, actually, I did forget that I did start the Bravely Default 2 demo, but that was, oh, only, nice. for like an, that was only for, like, an hour, and I barely got started. It was demo. And I... Do you know that I did see the increase the difficulty bump because it's like I'm like dying at the first couple monster fights that I'm playing. <laughs> You'll get it. Yeah, uh, I have been playing uh, a couple of different games as well uh, this week. So I've got my my standard ones of, of Rocket League, which I actually didn't play that much Rocket League this week because I was I was playing some other things. Also, um, weird thing uh, happened. Um, but my I don't know if it's because I've been on the computer and playing games a little more lately. But my left wrist and hand started really cramping up and giving me issues uh, over this this past like at the end of the last week and over the weekend. It was crazy. So um, it was really difficult in all this quarantine stuff to not play video games because <laughs> I was like I had time and I really wanted to play some games. And I'm like, I should really rest my wrist so it gets better. 
And so we, we watched more TV and, and things like movies and things like that. But I was I was bummed for like four or five days when I was trying to wait for my wrist to uh, to get better. But it's all all better now. So we're good. Um, but uh, so, yeah, kind of cut me back on some Rocket League play, um, but did play some Animal Crossing. I like how Animal Crossing is is so much so casual that um, and I could even just like play with an index finger, like moving it around <laughs> instead of holding it like traditionally. I'd, I'd still try to get my daily uh, Animal Crossing in, um, even though I couldn't grip a controller like normal. Um, and then uh, played some Jackbox games, which is pretty much a weekly thing with a couple groups that I play with. And then um, a couple other games that I played. Uh, so my wife's birthday was actually last week as well. And uh, she's a huge fan, as I've talked about, of Bubble Bubble. And uh, so I ended up getting Bubble Bubble for four friends for her. Um, and we played that on Saturday, which is another game that's like great because I didn't have to, you know, use my thumb too much. And it was starting to get better at that time. So it was great. Um, that game is uh, is fun. I will say, um, but you know, it captures the the original really well. And what one thing they keep doing is they keep bringing in like pretty much every new version of Bubble Bubble. They put the original game in every time. So this time it had the arcade version, so you can just keep hitting credits and just keep playing even if you die a lot, um, which I do. Um, but the new game is fun. Here's the deal, though: it's a forty dollar game. And it pretty much only has five worlds, and I think there's like 25 level or 20 levels or something like that in each of them. We pretty much beat the whole game um, in maybe two to three hours. No, three hours, something like that, for a $40 game. And then it has the original arcade on it. Now, I didn't 100% it, didn't give all the stars and all that sort of thing. But to beat the game in like three to four hours on... Like, and I don't even think that was just regular difficulty. You can go back through it on hard difficulty if you want. But I was like, that's kind of a jip. Like, I, I would have pictured this game maybe like $25, $30, but a full $40, you know, game was like, I expected more content from that. So I was a little bummed on that, but we had a lot of fun with it. I just think it's overpriced. Um, and there, then, is, there is information about that, actually. Oh, really? I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll talk about it after you finish. Okay, sure. And then, um, and then one, I think it was like Friday night, uh, Saturday night, one of those times I, I got, I think it was Saturday night, and I, uh, I got tired of just watching TV because I feel like I've done a lot of that recently. And, and so I ended up bringing out my SNES controller and uh, hooked it up to the, the SNES online and played Super Mario World. And, uh, you know, be a couple worlds of that. And that was like late at night. And I was just like, you know, I'm just going to play Super Mario World. And um, so that was that was fun. It was fun to just uh, to play some old school games. Um, played a little bit of 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 Super Mario uh, Maker 2 as well. But um, we'll talk about that in just a little bit. So did you find uh, did you find what you're looking for? If not, I can go uh, to yeah. the chat and they can talk about. No, no, I did. OK. <laughs> Um, so, um, because of this bubble bubble forever or for friends is one of those weird titles that not only does it have a retail release, but it also has a limited release, uh, from strictly limited, uh, which is a European company. And, uh, of course I, I pre-ordered it there. And then the American U S release was announced. I'm like, great double dip kind of deal. Um, but what's interesting is strictly limited sent out an email and they, this was in March 31st. So less than a month ago at this point. Uh, talking about it, uh, saying 
that uh, due to listening closely to feedback and media reviews, and it's while the feedback is favorable, fans all around the globe requested more gameplay content <laughs> to take the beloved dragons to the next level. That's why Tato recently decided to create a free expansion pack with more stages and an enhanced gameplay to make Bubble Bobble for friends an even better experience than it already is. While additional high-quality gaming content is always welcome, especially being free of charge, it obviously poses some problems for for preservation and a physical copy so they're actually going to be redoing their physical copy when that comes out with all the physical uh all the all the digital stuff on it but there is in fact a free update coming for that game with more content um, because other people have complained about that so that's good news for you <laughs> yeah that is good news and and glad to to hear that my review is pretty much the same as everybody else's great game yep. just not enough there <laughs> So, so which that's is, all kind of the same about like, Super Lucky's Tale because that's mm. also was a forty dollars game and there was only like five or six worlds in it too. Mm. So, yeah, I, I wish there was more to that game. That, but it's a it's a fun ride during the whole experience. Oh yeah, I'm. This is nowhere near like it's still like it was more than three hours worth than obviously that Steve had, but it's definitely nowhere more than like fifteen or twenty. I don't think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, if we, if we had fifteen or twenty hours in in Bubble Bubble, that would have been great. <laughs> like we were, just, I was just like, oh, cool. I'm glad we beat it, and that's that's fun to do with my wife. But I'm like, wait, we we just started a couple hours ago. <laughs> no, which you know, it, it's 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 a good feeling, but yeah, still. <laughs> uh, I guess it still has that arcade feel where it's like, oh, you still win after a couple hours, just if you were just putting quarters in a machine for basically, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Gabriel's actually asking when I'm going to uh, stream New Horizons again. Um, you know, I, I was going to do it uh, recently and then my hand was hurting and, and I wanted to, you know, hold off. And so, yeah. Plus, there's there's sometimes where you just like, I know, like I, after I've gotten to streaming um, a little bit more here recently, there's just times that I'm like, you know what? I just want to play a game for myself. Um, I, I wonder, like, those, those guys that like stream all the time. Like it, when they finally get to that point, you're like, you know what? What if I just want to play a game just for me and not have to, you know, have everybody watch it all the time? So I think that's kind of how I got to like with my hand and my wrist. Plus, also I was just like, I, I just want to play for me. Um, but probably, probably coming up soon. Maybe, maybe this Saturday. We'll see. Um, let's see. Jake's been watching people stream. Good job. Speaking of streaming, um, he said it's hilarious. Uh, and then he's also, let's see, I lost track of a whole lot of stuff here. So, um, Hudson's in the chat. He's, he's been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Big surprise. Um, and then we, we'll talk about this in a little, little bit, um, or actually at the end of the podcast. But yeah, the Ninjala exclusive Ninja Club came out today for free. I have not played it, but I did download it. Um, so that's on my, my list of things to play soon. Um, but haven't haven't checked it out yet. Um, I'm I'm sure other people talked about what they've been playing, but I I have lost it. But the chat moved too too much since we started talking about this. So um, I apologize. Throw it in there again if you uh, if, if I've missed it. Um, so I'll rip Steve's hand. It's 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 better now, Jakester. It's better. So <laughs> um, all right. So let's let's get into a little bit of the news uh, there has actually been um, some some bigger stuff over the last couple of weeks that we could talk about. And first of all, uh, we'll talk about the Super Mario uh, Maker 2 update. And that uh, that dropped April 21st, I believe. Um, 
was the uh, the day uh, that they announced it, or the 20th they announced it, and then it actually dropped on April 22nd. And um, actually, Greg, do you feel comfortable uh, just kind of running through everything? You wrote the article on it, so I figure I could. You're like the uh, the, yeah, the expert can... there. So share with us uh, just... what's what's came in this new update. What's uh, what's involved and included in and all that sort of thing in this uh, Super Mario Maker Two update, which makes it version three, I believe. I think so. I don't know the version. I don't always keep track of all the version numbers of anything. <laughs> So, yeah, so I think we had, did we even briefly discuss this at all or not at all? Not really, I don't think. Okay. No. All right, I just didn't want to be like double dipping anything that I've already previously explained. All right. So like from the trailer, we got a bunch of new, most of it was like new costumes and with a few new parts here and there. Um, one of the big headlining pieces was the Super Mario Brothers 2 Mario, um, which is compatible in the Super Mario Brothers 1 (laughs) game style, and pretty much it makes your game kind of sound and look like uh, Super Mario 2. So you're able to, like, jump onto Goombas and pick them up and throw them at, like, other things like coin blocks or other enemies and to defeat them. So it creates a lot of new um, different combinations for uh, gameplay dynamics. Also, you're able to do like that little crouch jump I saw. I was watching some people play through the update. So like you can even like hold down and then like flash and then like gets a little bit extra of a height jump. So I thought that was pretty cool as well. That wasn't really included in the actual video. Um, you can also obviously pick up like bullet bills and chain chomps and all sorts of other enemies. So it's not just like limited, just like Goombas or Koopas or stuff like that. So and even snowballs on the snow levels. Then for Super Mario Brothers 3, you can actually use the frog suit, and so it kind of looks and controls just like it did in Super Mario 3 underwater, but a new element they added is you can run along the top of the water. That was actually really cool to see, you know, carry like a POW or a P-switch or something and just be sprinting across the top of the water, and that also adds some new gameplay uh, dynamics that you could add to your levels, like the, the rising water levels and stuff like that. So let's see. Um, for new Super Mario Brothers U, or no, actually, I think it was a Super Mario 3D World, got the boomerang costumes. You can like throw boomerangs, and, and with those clear pipes, you can set all sorts of crazy contraptions to have the boomerang travel through like, a different set path and like collect items to hit and hit blocks and all sorts of crazy stuff with that. In addition, there's like five new hats on that style. There's like a cannon box head that you can shoot like like little cannonballs out um you can charge it up to get a little bit longer distance with that one there's also a pow block hat where you can use it three times and it'll just kind of destroy stuff like in the close proximity to mario where he's standing you can trigger like blocks and defeat enemies and the normal stuff that the pow does there's the Goomba hat where you can kind of fool a number of enemies so then they don't go after you. This includes like Goombas who in that style actually will kind of charge at you and kind of aim for, towards you in that one. Um, and against like Boom Boom, he just pretends like you're just an enemy and doesn't even attack you. You can jump on him all three times and he won't even <laughs> fight back. That's actually kind of funny. There's the bullet hat where you can kind of fly horizontally and you get like a couple seconds of... Uh, flight and then you can always keep triggering it so you can kind of just fly like horizontally all across like some really long levels for some 
new ways to play through that. Um, new Super Mario Brothers U got the um, flying squirrel costume, so you're able to like kind of like grip onto the wall and then also kind of do a, that gliding technique, like just just fly kind of through the level through there. Um, Super Mario World they added that um, P balloon power up, like the power balloon, and you can kind of like. They added it was kind of new where you can kind of like shoot yourself, like propel yourself, like go faster in the air, which is kind of neat. So that was looking pretty cool. Let's see. Um, then some of the last uh, major stuff was the, the Koopalings. So like Larry, Morton, Iggy, Wendy, Ludwig, Roy, and Lemmy all appear in all four of the game styles. And you can have, I think, like up to like seven of each of them on the screen at once or something like that. So... They all have their own um, techniques and different ways to fight them and all the different game styles from Mario 1 to Super Mario Brothers or new Super Mario Brothers U. They're all like kind of look and feel different and behave differently in each game. They also added the Mecha Koopas to all the game styles as well, where um, they were originally in Super Mario World, where they just kind of just walked around and kind of tried to get you but now there's a red one that can shoot some like homing missiles at you and the blue one can shoot lasers and apparently in all the night themes they can actually like do some rocket jump boosts to like fly through the air so that was pretty cool as well um going back to super mario brothers um the cursed key was added from super mario brothers 2 that will trigger the phantos to kind of chase down the player that has the key mm. So I think that's more has like that multiplayer dynamics. I know there's a lot of people like to troll with the key and like don't want you going like to the door and stuff. So that could be create some uh, hilarious multiplayer levels for Super Mario Brothers one. There's a on and off uh, trampoline in Super Mario 3D World style that like triggers with the on and off switch. So you can like turn it on and then otherwise it's like a non-existent platform when you turn it off and create some other dynamics with that and then finally the biggest most exciting part of it all is the world builder so you can create up to eight worlds and each level each world can have uh, 10 levels for a total of 40 courses you can make a whole game if you want to they allowed it full um, world map configurations where you can say where you want your levels to be you can make the path and you can have obviously like split paths that unlock when you complete a level and have like optional levels. They even have like the little card game from Mario 3. It's available in all three styles too, where you can get just some extra one ups. Um, I did see some footage in action, and it was you can actually it's like kind of like the endless Mario where you start with like three or 30 um, lives, and then you can still like earn lives and stuff in between the levels within the world, which is also really cool too. So yeah, I'm really excited to try it out. Unfortunately, I didn't really load up the game this last week, but I'm anticipating to jump into it and possibly start making like a new level by the time the next podcast goes on. So, yeah, that's what do you guys think of uh, the update. Did you guys start playing it again? I think Steve mentioned it, but is that enough for Barry to jump back in? <laughs> uh, I downloaded the update. Uh, I'm planning on messing around with it. It's just a matter of time, and it's like, do I, do I want to do that? No, I want to do more Animal Crossing or Mass Effect stuff right now, and Trials of Mana is right over there. And uh, It's something I will go back to, and I'm sure if we did some kind of contest or, or something, 
um, it would push me back to it. But, you know, kind of like how Steve was saying about, you know, like, oh, right now I just want to play games for me. Um, that's kind of me right now. I want to play games for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, yeah, I did check it out. Um, I didn't play around with it too much. I I had actually um, barely touched the last update. And so a lot of things were very new for me when I jumped into this one um, and, and actually quickly got overwhelmed. And, and I, I, I've said this before, like I, I appreciate super Mario maker and other games like it for playing game, uh, playing worlds and, and playing levels that other people make, like I'll create a little bit, but most of my time with the game will always be playing more than building. And so I, I messed around with the, the builder a little bit and, and eventually i forgot even like how to access like the other alternatives for everything i was trying to still shake it like you did in, in uh, mario maker one um and i was like oh yeah that's they changed that how what did they do again and it, it took me a bit to like figure out which button was to to press to access the other the other options and everything um played around with uh the super mario uh brothers 2 uh mario a little bit um Played around with Link because I barely actually touched Link before, and so that was fun to play through a level with him. Um, and then, yeah, I didn't really mess with the the new elements too much. But then I went into the uh, the world uh, builder like player side of it, which is confusing because in on the builder side of things you have I think it's course bot and world bot, but when you go to the play side of things, it's just all course bot, and you have an additional button to play worlds. But um, and and I died a lot because uh, <laughs> there's some really difficult levels that they they recommended. Um, so it's kind of cool because you can build. It's not just a, like a one thing. You can build like a several world um, game essentially. Like you make your own. Yep. You make your own game, which I think I missed that somewhere along the line. And so when I when I dived into it, it was like, oh, this is really cool because some of them had like five different worlds that they had strung together. Um, which was really cool. And, um, yeah, it took, there's a few of them that were incredibly difficult. I tried to speed run one and I like, uh, it was so tough. Like I kept dying because I, you have to make every move, just every move is so precise. Um, but then tried another difficult one. That was pretty cool. Cause those were fun. They were like just difficult enough, but not like too impossible. So it kept me, kept going, kept going back and forth or, uh, back for more. And, um, yeah, so I've, I had fun with it. I didn't play it through it a whole lot, um, but I'm really excited to see what people are going to make. My my biggest complaint about all of this, like, is it's a fantastic update. Like, really, I don't think I I realized how much there was until you started going over everything, Greg. Right? I was like, wow, <laughs> there's so much in this game uh, with this update. But why why not include another world? Like, why why not include that last little theme? Like, if you pull it up, it still has a little blank spot there that you think, oh, there's another one that's supposed to go there. They didn't even slide it over to, like, center it for the new one. There's still enough spot, space there for another uh, thing. And this is supposed to be their, their last major update. So I would assume, like, a, a new theme would be another major update, right? Like, they wouldn't release that. Yeah. Like, so I'm guessing we're not going to get that. But why why tease us with something that is never going to come? 
I don't know. I think as like I did get some backlash on how the, a lot of the 3D World stuff isn't able to be put into the previous four games, and some of the elements in those games are not in 3D World. So I think that since they kind of orphaned it off, I think they may have had plans for a second style along that nature. But then they're like, well, people don't really don't really like how they have to like rebuild the entire level because like as soon as you hit 3D World, it'll pretty much cleans your entire slate out if it was if you already were starting to build it in Mario 1. So yeah. I don't think they wanted another situation like that and probably just decided against adding another style in. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they were going to. And I almost feel like Mario Maker 3 might be in the works. Like, this is the final update. We're doing all this stuff now. And they have something big planned for 3. Hmm. And and I think, I think of they're going to use the whole remember back in the nineties when it was a cool thing for the third game of any series to be 3d, you know, kind of deal. Um, you know, earthworm Jim did that. Bubsy did that stuff like that. But I think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to do Mary maker 3d where you're going to be able to do, you know, 3d style Mario worlds, um, and really expand upon it. And that I made pipe dream, but that's the only reason I can see them not continuing Mario maker two content, mm-hmm. especially right now. You know, it's not that hard to, to do. It's not that hard to keep adding to. Why aren't you adding to it? Well, but the developers on something else. Mary Maker 2 has already sold a lot. And it's sold pretty much what it's going to sell. It's going to still continue, but it's not a huge big push. It's a year old at this point, or practically a year old. And these updates, the developers are, are working on them and, and making them for free. You know, there there is no cost to this so they're clearly spending their time and effort and energy to enhance a game make it more appealing but now it's time to move on and i'm fine with that i mean the merry maker 2 did not make the splash they were expecting it did not catch fire like merry maker 1 which is sad because when merry maker 1 came out they had the whole youtube mm-hmm. um restrictions and and then merry maker 1 could have been so much bigger and and milking it to the 3ds didn't do it any justice um <laughs> it's just I don't think Mario Maker 2 performed the way they expected. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think it's also kind of a different time. I mean, um, Wii U was really struggling for stuff. So I think that's where the community really was able to rally together and keep kept the game, like, continue going all the way through, like, the Wii U's life cycle. So yeah. I think there's even some people that still play it because they really like still like the Wii U version because they really like that Amiibo costume that hmm. for some reason didn't make it over to the new one. But <clears throat> and then there could be some of those people that be like, oh, well, I I pretty much have this game already on Wii U. I don't need to buy pretty much an expansion pass for the Switch version as well, too. So, yeah, yeah, it's interesting yeah, how, how much of a, a following it did get on the uh, on their. I don't know, um, but something important. I forgot. I could. I could do this. Um, I'm gonna pull up. Uh, oh, maybe I can do this. Um, Oni had an important comment here that uh, that I want to draw out here, and I'm gonna put it on screen. It even still says worlds. So, like, why not take that? Like, that's that's crazy. Like, why why not uh, why not change that? It says worlds. It's still tempting me. I want. I I want another game mode <laughs> nintendo doesn't know what plural means just like <laughs> valve doesn't know what the number three is 
that's so true. Um, here's one thing that uh, that we we will be doing, and we actually have been doing, and we're going to be extending it. Um, is something we kind of casually started in our Discord, um, but we'd love to do a little contest. Um, and especially now, I mean, this could be kind of fun. Uh, we could string some different levels together. Actually, that brings me to a question, Greg. You made the answer to this, or maybe Barry does too. But um, what can or can you string other people's levels together, or can it? Does it have to be only the ones that you've created? I don't have a definitive answer, but I'm like ninety five percent certain it's your own levels. Okay. Because I know they're very strict about like downloading levels and everything. Like they don't want you like stealing somebody else's and remaking it in your own style. And so like, you can't like open other other people's levels in the editor. So mm. I imagine if you're the one building the world, then it probably looks at the your courses that you specifically made. Okay, that's so that's where that's where I would draw to that conclusion. I mean, I haven't tested it out, yeah. but I'm nearly positive that's how it works. That makes sense. Is the, the reason I asked is because it'd be really cool. Like if we, if we had uh, like, so we're thinking about, we're, we're doing a, a contest, like a, a quarantine theme level sort of thing. So if you, if you haven't joined our discord yet, you can do that and then submit your, your quarantine theme levels. We're going to play them live stream them and, and, and things like that and kind of feature you guys um, in the future. But, uh, but I thought it'd be really cool is if we created a world, uh, with all those levels like strung together um, and make a game out of it, but uh, but yeah, if we can't do that, then never mind. It would be cool if we could do though. <laughs> so that'd be fun. Um, yeah. Any any final thoughts about uh, the Super Mario Maker two update before we move on to the other big update from the last week? I'm not. Really. I'm excited to play it, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so we not only got an update from Super Mario uh, Maker 2, we also also got a uh, an update from Animal Crossing uh, New Horizons. So, we got that April update. We knew it was coming. Uh but we actually we actually got it and there were several things uh that were included in this update. Some of them uh, were things that uh, we'd actually kind of predicted and Barry was really hoping that they would be uh, included on the next update. And uh, many of them were, including that uh, update to the museum. So now we have we have the art gallery in the museum. Uh, we have uh, Red as well. So Jolly Red has, uh, has come there. So you can buy uh, either real or fake um, pieces of art from him. Uh, we also have Leaf uh, in his garden shop with the ability to buy shrubs and other um, flowers and things like that from him. So you can actually plant shrubs around it as well. And we have several different upcoming holidays and seasons, uh, including Nature Day, uh, May Day Tour, International Museum Day, and Wedding Season. Actually, Nature Day is going right now. Um, so if you haven't checked it out yet, uh, Nature Day is from uh, now. At, it started on the 23rd of April, and it goes to May 4th. Um, but yeah, so we got Leaf's Garden Shop, Jolly Red's Treasure tra uh, tra Trawler. That's how you pronounce that word. Trawler, um, Nature Day, May Day Tour, International Museum Day, Wedding Season, and a lot more uh, kind of small updates that kind of go hand in hand with all that. Um, so yeah, have you guys uh, got a chance to... I'm assuming play through all the new things and experience them all. Uh, so, what do you what do you guys think of uh, the uh, the April update for for Animal Crossing, Barry? What do you think? Uh, I mean, I think it's good. Um, it's 
anything's better than the bunny day. Uh, <laughs> I, I I wish Red was around a little more often. Uh, and I know, like in the original, he wasn't around uh, all the time. But I think it it's more noticeable this time simply because. You know, since launch, we've been working on our museum, the bugs and the fish and the and the fossils. And now to get the painting, it's like, oh, well, we're so far behind. It's, you know, right. And, and to catch up, it's not only is it one a day, but it's not even one a day. You know, I've, I've only had read once. Really? Well, once, well, twice, technically, once when he first shows up uh-huh. because it's scripted and then only once since. Oh, interesting. Uh, <laughs> so so it's it's random when he shows yeah. up. And uh and since you can only buy one thing and then you have to wait till the next day. And I was like, uh, I feel like it's artificially padded. And, and I get that animal crossing is not, not a marathon. It's a, we're not a sprint. It's a marathon. Um, but it's still because it's behind the others. Hmm. I want to like, even one a day <laughs> is fine. At least let me get one a day. Um, so I think that's kind of my biggest grief. Uh, Leaf is cool, getting some you know shrubs and stuff. Although he's not every day either, which I was surprised. I'm like, oh, I figured he would be here every day. Um, but the, I mean, those are those are some of the major things. Like the wedding thing, I haven't. I don't even know if that's in the game yet, or if it is, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't experienced. The season it. is is June first through thirty, basically the month of June. But uh, but yeah, I don't think they've the updates there to include it. But I think you have to wait until that that time. Yeah, the May the May trip I'm looking forward to. I really want to see how they include Rover. Um, I don't know if it's like a one-time deal during that that week period, or if you do it once a day, or you could do it multiple times. But uh, that I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. But overall, they they've stated that they're going to be updating this game for for the long haul, and I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. I think I think Animal Crossing is one of those games that absolutely should get constant updates, constant new things. My biggest fear is getting my island just the way I want it. Everything perfect. And then they're going to announce something like, oh, now you can do this. And it's like, <laughs> I have no room for that anymore. I got to destroy my whole island. No, what are you doing to me? Uh, but yeah, overall, uh, I'm happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. My wife is actually asking me the other day because I she's watches me play uh, quite often. And, and I told her the other day, I was like, you'd really probably enjoy this game um she's like you know i probably would it sounds you know i know it's she loves it's cute and everything when she watches me play and then i told her about the uh she's like so if i play on yours like do we do we get to like share the same house and i was like well no technically you have a separate house um but she's like oh can we like can we get married i was like well there's a wedding season coming up. I'm pretty sure it doesn't involve the players getting married, but who knows? I mean, they, they could sneak something in there, but I don't think that's the case. Um, but she was all wanting to, like, you know, have a relationship in the game and everything. So, Honestly, if she's going to play the game, the best advice I could give you is buy a second copy of the game. Because if you play with the same game, you're playing on the same island. You can only play you know solo or if you play together it's very limited you know one person is the main person the other person just is a helper um you're limited to you know like the four fossils a day and the 
and the two two furniture in the tree a day, etc. But if you each have your own, then you can visit each other. You can trade like, oh, I got this duplicate fossil, but you need it. I can help you out. Or, oh, I have this in the shop and you have that in the shop. And you kind of start getting double of everything. And uh, that's how my wife and I have been playing. And, and it's much better that way. Yeah. Plus, plus, she can then have creative control over her island and how she wants it and set it up the way she wants, especially once you get terraforming. Yeah, it's true. Greg, what do you think uh, of this update? I mean, this is your first time in in, yeah. in Animal Crossing, so all this is pretty much new for you. But, uh, but yeah, what do you think about this? Yeah, it's been pretty interesting. Um, Leaf hasn't even stopped by out of my island a single time yet, so I haven't seen him. I don't know where he's been. Huh. Um, I've been usually go over the entire island every day to do dailies, like hitting all the rocks and trees and stuff. I haven't seen him. Yeah, he, he'll pop up right in the the city center, like right in yeah. front of the 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 building there but that's interesting so you've so you've had red not that much i i have seen both of them quite a bit actually since the update yeah red was yeah i got he was there on the day of the update launched and then he like he's he came by i think pretty much it was either the next day or the day after and then and he disappeared for a while and then he just came back today hmm. so it was my second time seeing him today um the main thing I don't like is how he sells fakes, but yeah. oh, that's the whole thing with Red. That's how he's always been. But but to your point, Barry, though, like if he only comes like if he comes every day, like you may not even get a good one every day. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. but he, he also sells furniture. <laughs> is he guaranteed to have like one yes. real one? He's guaranteed to have one real one. Is and it only certain, one, or is it could it be two? Or I don't know about that, but I do know that there are certain paintings and statues that are there are no fake versions. Like it's a hundred percent guaranteed to be real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, my, but the best you can do is look online for yeah. a guide, or in our, in our Discord, Jakester posted. Yeah, it. the only yeah, one I, I've gotten <laughs> so far is is one that I knew was was totally uh, real and was the the perfect painting. I think is what it's called. Um, but uh, but yeah, and that's actually the reason why I never. I never went after the art in the old Animal Crossing games because of that. Because I was like, I don't want to waste my bells and buy fake stuff. And so I, I never went after the art. I got all the the fish and the bugs and the the fossils and everything. But uh, but the art was always something I never really bothered with. Well, now yeah. hopefully you do. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. So the, <laughs> I thought the first one I was buying was looked like a legit one to me, but apparently it was a fake. So um, yeah. I, my daughter Belle bought one today. I think it might be the real one. I already had identified two of the ones that he had were definitely fake. So I was like, no, we're not buying either of those for sure. But <clears throat> I did see something. If you have multiple people on your island, you can have each person buy each piece. So wow. if there's if you have like four counts on your island, you can just uh, go through and buy all four things. Mm. So therefore, you're guaranteed all any of the real ones with. Two two of them just kind of unlocking out, getting obviously they chipped out. So yeah. that's a that's a way to game it. That's yeah, <laughs> although if there's only one per per visit, then as long as you yeah, you yeah it's one eye. per person. But yeah, as long as he's there throughout the day, you just log in with the different accounts throughout mm-hmm. the day. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> little visit there. She's talking yeah, Animal yeah, Crossing. She's, she's, she's like her. Greg's talking about Animal Crossing. I got to join in too. <laughs> we played Animal Crossing, honey. No, we played Animal. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have she another guest on the, uh, the podcast tonight. Um, so, yeah. Hey, Roth's in the chat. And Oni, we say hi, Oni, earlier. But, uh, but, yeah, hey, Roth. Roth's big. Uh, he just got his Switch and just got an Animal Crossing, which is really exciting as well. Um, Roth's a, a longtime fan of, of the podcast as well. So, uh, yeah, so so what do you guys think about like the the days that are coming up, the seasons and everything like that? Um, I again is for Animal Crossing, like in the past, it's always a game that I I never really fully participated in those those special seasons and those special days. Like this year for Bunny Day, this is the first time I'd ever done anything with Bunny Day um, before. And so, like, what do you what do you guys think about those? Like, are they in, any of them that you're particularly excited about? I know Barry, you mentioned the the May Day tour earlier. Um, yeah, um, yeah, obviously I'm excited for that. But no, see, with Animal Crossing. Uh, I didn't play City Folk. New Leaf I did quite a bit, and Wild World just a very little bit. But the original Animal Crossing, I played that every day for over a year. Every single event I did, every, every, oh my God. <laughs> um, so I like the events that they're definitely one of those things where like, the first day is super exciting. And by like day five, you're like, can we move on? Uh, you know, I think people experience that very much with bunny day this year, uh, which is naturally different than, than the bunny days of the past, but it, it is, it's one of those things that you will just play through periodically. Although for me, my fear comes when I start Trials of Mana because I am starting that on the Switch or, or continuing my demo on the Switch, which means I have to take my Animal Crossing card out. Uh, and that's one of those things where it's like, oh, now I got to swap cards and, and you know, Animal Crossing is, is going to be a morning and night type thing and not middle of the day type thing. Uh, but I already Brace actually the did digital. That. <laughs> nah, that. I already I already have taken it out. Uh, I did forget to mention I did the uh, Smash Brothers had a uh, Trials of Mana. Uh, spirit event so i actually did pop it out to do that so it's it's not uncommon but it's it, it's fine too because animal crossing is one of those games where you can play for you know 30 minutes to an hour a day and you can get everything done and just it just becomes a slow burn progressive thing yeah but again it's when you have friends that that play that's where it's more engrossing although they really need to fix that that horrible lag when you go to other people's islands mm. not the lag while on the island but when people enter and leave because mm. that lockdown is just brutal yeah you almost like you have to like plan out your your things you can't just casually just bounce around to different um islands almost like hey guys we're gonna we're on there and we're gonna say for the next hour we're gonna play together and then we're gonna hop off um because that could get really annoying if you just want to bounce around Oh, I did. I did an island to sell my turnips, and oh my god, it was like I landed there, took three steps, new person coming, took two more steps, new person coming, took two more steps, someone leaving, two steps, and it was unbelievable. Uh, it took me forty minutes to get to the the shop, sell my turnips, and leave. <laughs> wow, yeah, Greg, are there any uh, any of the the upcoming days and and seasons that you're excited about? Any of them, kind of? jump out to you yeah most of them seem kind of eh. i was kind of reading through them um doesn't really seem like anything spectacular i mean the bunny day thing was like eh, but i still got it completed and everything so um the nature day thing i mean i've been trying to 
I was increasing my star rating for the last like week or whatever. So I think KK Slider's finally ready to show up for a concert. Like he just left feedback on the island last night and agreed to come do a concert. I don't know why he wasn't there today, but I don't know how long that takes. Is it is it comes on Saturday night? Is that right? Saturday at six. Oh, yeah. so it's a certain day. I didn't even know that. Well, no, no, no. He will the first time he will come the next day after the feedback. Oh, okay. And and once that happens, then you get to um get terraforming right after that. But then he'll start showing up every Saturday at six. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Nice. Does he show up at like the tent, the campground thing, or is no, he have his own thing? Right in the plaza, you can't miss him, and you get a okay. song every single time, and you can also request a song, and there's a couple hidden songs that you can only get if you request. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. And yeah, because I've been okay. buying his CDs for quite a long time, and my player thing has at least like I think close to twenty of them. Nice, nice, very nice. I don't know how many there are. Yeah, I think ninety something. Oh jeez! <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of game in in this, and that's the crazy thing is it starts with so much game, and then they they'll keep adding these updates. So yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what they what they do in the future. Um, it varies as a long time. Like, so we kind of have the the three different perspectives here. Um, you're the long time player. I've played kind of somewhere in the middle, and with Greg, this is his first one. So. Are there any updates or things maybe from past games that you really want to see in a future update um, that they they have not added just yet? Um, the answer to that is simple, and I think it's simple to anybody who uh, is a longtime Animal Crossing fan, and that is bring back the classic games. <laughs> there is nothing better than getting a classic NES game that you could then put in your house and actually play, especially because this is long before there was a virtual console or, or any way to, to legally play, you know, those older games. And it was just such a cool way to pay homage uh, to the, the, your, your classic library. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see them do that. Even if it was just like a gateway to the Nintendo Switch online. Yeah. Uh, you know, and even if they did it as a precursor, like we're going to put in Animal Crossing first and then the Nintendo Switch online, I'd be fine too. Um, something cool like that. Uh, almost like the Ambassador, how like they got the GBA. Mm-hmm. We got the GBA uh, virtual console games from that, but they never came to the actual virtual console. Something cool like that. Yeah. That w- I think that would just be be really wild if they could do something like that or just even make original mini games i mean or micro games i mean there's there's arcade cabinets that you can click and don't do anything right like make them so you can sit and play them uh you know other games have done that plenty of times in the past including nintendo's own games yeah let's let's get some games within the games because sometimes you sit around and go what am i going to do i should go play another game well do something to encourage people to keep playing right yeah, I think that'd be cool, and I'd like it to go either way. Really, I'd like it. To, they could easily, you know, make it a, a connection with the NES Online or SNES Online. I think it could be a kind of a, you know, they could draw the two apps together in some cool way like that. Or it could be cool, like you said, to to make new, but and they could even be incredibly simple. Like super, yeah. super simple games, like jump as high as you can or, you know, 
basic platformer that just keeps repeating itself and you got to get a high score on it or something like that. Yeah, um, it could be cool though. Cause you could have, it'd be fun to even like build an arcade and have people come over and play your arcade games and things like that. They could also make their own little, like almost like the, uh, what NES remix style thing. They mm. could do crazy little things where it's like yeah. you're playing Mario one, but you're a Samus kind of deal, but it's, and it's only playable in animal crossing kind of deal. Like this is exclusive. Yeah. Uh, that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Or those those special editions they have on on NES Online now. Just move those into Animal Crossing. Well, the special editions are really just that's true. You know, wrong but like make them real special editions. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like like the NES like Remix. That. Yeah, there's. I think people would go crazy for that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Especially with like a collaboration. Like, oh, there's a new Mario Kart game coming, so now you can play Super Mario Kart and Animal Crossing, like some kind of mm -hmm. collaboration. I yeah. think that'd be great. Cross promotion works. It's proven it works. Totally. Yeah. One of the things that I'm really hoping for kind of goes along the same lines, but um, I can't remember if it was Wild World or or New Leaf that had the other. I think you could go to another island or another location and play games together. Um, there it was like a, a an additional thing, and that's what I, I would love for additional activities to be done, whether it's on the island or another island you go to with a friend. Um, but you could go there, and it's a multiplayer kind of experience, um, whether it's shoot down as many balloons as you can in a certain amount of time or, you know, some of the like, people have been doing like hide and seek and things like that, but like uh, a place that's actually designed around that, a uh, fun thing to go and do together. That yeah, so now that you mentioned that, today I watched a video of someone made like a deal or no deal island. Yes, and, oh, I watched that. That is amazing. And then there's like 12 different like briefcase, like bags of money from like 100 bells to a million bells. So it's like, it's like, oh, which bag do you want to have put on your table? And then like you had like people pretend to be models and had like the um, banker was there too. So it was just like really cool design nice i don't know if you've seen it or not steve it is i started watching it just for you know just for fun and i wound up watching 30 minutes of a deal or no deal game i was invested i'm like what's gonna happen that's awesome yeah i i love those i mean there's a uh, rocket sledge does um family feud within rocket league and i'll watch those every time um so that's that's awesome i'll have to look that up check it out it is I think I think the second thing I would like to be brought into this very heavily because my first one was almost like a pipe dream. Like I don't think they're ever going to go back to it, but it would be great. Is in New Leaf there was the dream mm. play where you dream can go in thing. and see, dream suite and you can go see other people's houses. And not only was that great to get ideas, but then if they had a furniture you liked, you can order the furniture. Mm -hmm. So it's not. Oh, I hope I eventually come across that. It's, oh, I can just grab it now yeah. and order it for myself. You don't know, steal it from them. And that would be great because as of now, mm -hmm. like the way they're trickling things out, yeah, there's a ton of stuff, but you, you can see someone have something and, and yeah, you, they can order from their catalog, which is fantastic. And, and I definitely order from the catalog all the time. But it's also one of those things where you need to know the people personally. Mm -hmm. If nobody personally has that item then you have to go hey does anybody have this or this on the forums and it's a clunky go to there go have them ship it to you or, or yeah. buy another cop like this would just 
it it simplify it. Plus, you would get to see cool house designs. Mm-hmm. So well, I remember really it didn't different. wasn't like um, Reggie's house. You could go and visit Reggie's house yes. on there, and that was so cool just to be able to go and check it out. And of course, he had some really awesome stuff. It was like, yes, order that, order that, order that. Um, and and it helps me. It helped you progress progress in your house design a lot faster um, to really make it what you wanted. So yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. Yes, Roth was saying, yeah, New Leaf was the one with the island with the mini games. Um, love, love that. Um, so yeah, I think I think if I if we saw all three of those things come back, I, I think uh, yeah, Barry and I would definitely be really happy uh, for sure. And then they could add some other new things. So. Yeah, I mean, I would really love the classic games. I mean, I've heard about that. There's even I think wasn't there like a game that had some like Nintendo themed like clothing, like Mario clothes or furniture or something like that? Oh uh, yeah, they did an event with Mario themed furniture in the original Animal Crossing. You could have like a pipe or, or like a flagpole, and you could click it, and it, you know it played the music going up and down as the flag went up and down. It was a pipe with a piranha plant that came out, I believe, and that whole Mario set, Mario wall, Mario floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if they did it in other games, but they definitely in the original. I think I remember it in in Wild World. I think I can't remember if it was a new leaf oh. as well, but I'm pretty sure wild world had it. Cause that was pretty much just a, a bring it over to the mobile or <laughs> mobile, um, handheld anyhow. So yeah. So cool. Well, that's the, uh, that's the updates section of our, of our podcast. Now we're going to move into the hacks section of our podcast. Cause we had updates and hacks tonight. And, uh, yeah. So it was a last week. I can't remember the exact date. Uh, of when when all this went down, uh, but there was a hack of the Nintendo Network ID, um, and if you're unfamiliar with Nintendo Network ID, that was the main uh, way to log in to the 3DS and the Wii U, if I remember correctly. Um, so before Nintendo Online account, you had Nintendo Network ID, and uh, that then was after the Nintendo Wi-Fi connection, I believe, was before that. So they've kind of changed it every every so many systems. Um, but uh, but yeah, the Nintendo uh, Network ID had a hack, and there was over uh, 160,000 accounts that were hacked. And um, so if you used your Nintendo Network ID to log into your Nintendo Online account, they uh, very, very highly recommended uh, changing your password and adding two-step uh, verification to your to your login. And then when you do that, um, be sure to also or they they did on their their end, they changed it from being able to uh, to use that anymore. You cannot use the Nintendo Network ID any longer to log in to your uh, to your account. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's really unfortunate. It seems like, um, not too much, uh, uh, you know, things were actually lost. I think it was like, um, your name and I think maybe your location data, things like that. And they said, if you did actually, uh, anybody accessed your, your account and bought things, um, that you didn't want to buy or whatever, you can actually, um, go in and, and uh, request a, a refund for that. Um, so it, it seems like they handled it well, I think, as well as can be expected. I mean, hope, 
you know, we I think we all wish that they didn't have the the, the hack to start with, um, but it seems like they did a pretty good job, at least from my perspective. Um, but I'd love to hear what you guys think uh, about the about the hack and how Nintendo handled it. Um, Barry, what do you what do you think about all of this? I think they handled it as <clears throat> well as can be expected. I mean, it's this is never good news, uh, and I'm sure it's panic mode. But it's even worse because everyone's at home. So it's not even like panic mode in the office. It's panic mode in, in however many homes. Um, so they're obviously restricted in what they're able to do. So, you know, they're they're doing the best they can, um, given the situation. I'd love to see them reach out and kind of give back to those that, that had it hacked. Hmm. You know, like, yeah, obviously they have to, <clears throat> if you were hacked, you have to go through your credit card company and all that and, you know, obviously, if you want to uh, remove your cre- your saved credit card information, that makes it safer. Because even if they hack you, they can't buy anything. But you know, they could still be like, "Oh, here's some you know points or something, or there's some money on the eShop to, as compensation." Because I think that would be a, a good faith. Because now, if you're one of those that's, that's hacked, not only are you out X amount of money, but maybe you can get it back from your bank. But now you got to deal with the time for the phone call. And I'm sure the you know right now they're they're also limited on how many people they can answer the phone because of this COVID. So now you know you waste some of your day, and you may not have the time. And it, it's just it's a pain in the butt. So I would love to see Nintendo do something to give back and say, hey, you know what? Here's you know thirty bucks. Here's mm-hmm. forty bucks. Nothing huge. Uh, you know it doesn't have to be here's everything. But mm-hmm. sometimes a little generosity goes a long way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Ross just mentioned the the Wii U and and 3DS eShop. We'll we'll get to that in just a second um, because that's kind of a, a recent development. But um, I'd love to hear what you think, uh, Greg, about about this this hack and and everything as well. Yeah, obviously it's very terrible to hear that that happened, and it's obviously I think they handled it as well as they probably could. Um, I don't know if they know whose data was. Um, retrieved or if they actually notified anyone that was affected. I don't know if they went that far, but I mean, I went through and actually changed my password and updated my set the two-factor authentication. I didn't know that wasn't even mm-hmm. set up before. I was kind of surprised that those are something newer they didn't tell you to do. Um, I couldn't tell if mine was like been used before, but I mean, I don't keep any credit card saved on mine. I I've always purchased like the eShop cards for the money and mm-hmm. like having my card. There's a way. If you go to the official site and log in, you can look in your settings and see uh, yeah. all your login places and you could see if anyone else has accessed it. Yeah. Because you'll see like your computer, your switch, your phone, whatever. And, and yeah. if you see something you don't recognize, you know you've been hacked. Yeah, that's what I did. And I had to go and I because I, I have a Japan account and uh, an EU account because of switches is, you know, allows you to do that and download from other uh, eShops. So I don't do it very often, but I do have two other accounts and my wife's account that's on there. And I have another account for something else. Um, and so I had to go through and check every one of them just to make sure they were all good. And they were. And I turned two factor on and everything too, but but yeah, there is a way to do that. But go ahead, Greg. Sorry. Yeah. So I just didn't know if they did anything like with uh, notifications or anything. So I don't know. Yeah. So I went through and secured my account. I still have to change my password, but at least I enabled the two factor authentication. I got that taken care of up front. So. Cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. then that obviously really stinks to hear, and glad that they've at least like acknowledged it as soon as they realized it happened, and didn't like wait like a month or two, and like, oh, by the way, in March we hundred and sixty thousand right. accounts got unauthorized access to. Yeah. 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 Jakester mentioned uh, the ESA with the E three docs and stuff like that. Yeah. There's. There's definitely been some times in the past where uh, companies have not handled things like this very well. So, oh no. Um, so Nintendo, I think, uh, uh, like I said, it, as good of a job as, as I think they probably could have, um, given the situation. But they they could, you know, make it a little better if they kind of honor those people and say, "Hey, so sorry this happened. Here's a you know a, some eShop credit, or here's a free game, or something like that." Would be nice. They don't have to, but it, it would be a nice thing. So you know, Nintendo, if you're listening, because we know you are. Um, you know, throw that out there. That'd be great. <laughs> Even although, like at that point, like if it's only to the people that actually got hacked, then then I I kind of I'm not asking to be hacked, but you know, it'd be nice to get a free game out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, hacking yeah. Steve's <laughs> right. account. Right I got two factor on now. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I know what Barry's plans are. He can hack Steve's account. Like, oh, it looks like uh, Steve gets Xenoblade uh, too. Right. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what would happen. <laughs> you can just buy it for me. Um, so, I, you know what? I would buy it for you if you actually played it. We got to play it to completion. Not, I played it for five minutes. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe one of these days. I got I got The problem is the huge backlog, but we'll see. We'll see one of these days um let's let's chat real quick though because it is kind of connected uh roth mentioned this in, in the chat um the wii u and, and 3ds eShop. um and i know this is something that will probably get you going barry and spray when once you saw this you were like oh this just fuels my thoughts about the about digital um but uh in certain latin american countries um they have they will be shutting down the Wii U and the 3DS eShop, and this is not all Latin American countries. The this is from what I gather, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. These are areas that they didn't have the full eShop anyway. It was kind of a limited uh, eShop either on the Wii U or the 3DS, and they've just determined that um, it's it's excess money that they would rather like to save right now for running those servers, and they're going to be shutting down the eShop. Um, for the Wii U and 3DS in those countries, those are those are for the most part smaller countries, um, a lot smaller user base in those countries. So it's not you know in the United States, it's not Mexico, it's not Brazil. Um, those countries still have a large user base. They're still you know going strong, um, so you can still play all those those games. But uh, but yeah, I, I let's go to Greg first about these thoughts because uh, because I know Barry's got some thoughts, and I'll I'll let Greg speak first. <laughs> Well, I mean, obviously, I think I know where Barry would be going with this. It's like, <laughs> this is why everything should be physical. Blah, 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 blah. I'll let him go on his tirade in a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it does stink to see those shut down. I mean, even like seeing like the Wii shop channels being shut down, like when it did and the DS, uh, DSi shop and stuff. I mean, it's, it's usually all a matter of time. I mean, I'm sure that they've done like their statistics and said, like, hey, our Wii U and 3DS shop isn't being accessed very many times, or there's been very minimal amounts of purchases 
we can probably repurpose those servers for other use. And that really stinks for residents in those countries, obviously. But I do understand that. Like, I think even in other countries, some of these games are a lot more expensive than we would see them here in the United States. So just because a game is like $7.99, like there it could still be like $20 or whatever it is, like in their own currency. And obviously their economy is not as stronger and $20 is a lot more expensive, obviously. So... I do understand that that's all a factor of it, and it's probably, like, as you were saying, Steve, they probably ran like the numbers and trying to see, like, oh, we don't really have tons of use, not too many downloads, not too many minimal purchases. Um, people are obviously more on the Switch and everything, so it can safely do away with the eShop on the 3DS and the Wii U. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. All right. Three, two, one it's all yours barry go for it oh, I, I wanted to hear greg do it for me from instead greg why, why don't you just just do say what i'm gonna say go for it everything needs to be on a physical disc because now we have all these awesome games that you can't play because they're no longer gonna be purchased on the shop and you're missing out on such great games like <laughs> it'll do and <laughs> world of goo and <laughs> on switch and this is world of goo yeah, that's true. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I mean, this is common sense. This is bound to happen. It's happening in smaller countries right now, but it's going to happen here. Uh, keeping these servers up costs money. Uh, Nintendo is a business. Sony's a business. Microsoft's a business. Once it's not profitable anymore to keep them open, they're going to close them. Uh, they did it already with the you know the Wii and the the DS. They shut down uh, that. They. They shut down Xbox. It's it's going to happen. It's inevitable. These servers will not last forever. Um, many games lose their servers and are now coasters. Even more recent games or, or games from last gen. <clears throat> you know, they, they, the online-only experiences come out, don't do well, gone. And the same is going to be with the shops. It's only a matter of time. Um, it's... Uh, the writing's on the wall. I mean, again, not many people are really downloading Wii U games to play, but I mean, I'm sure there are some, but it, it's just bound to happen. I don't need yeah. to go on a big tirade. <laughs> I, you know, there's plenty of people that feel the way I do. Just refer back to episodes 195, 194, 193. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it's just what it is. I mean, I'm not against digital um, at all. In fact, yeah. I have no problem with people who, who choose to purchase digital and play digital. I like both. I think you should, everyone should have an option. Mm-hmm. And and digital only is my you know the problem because there's so many games that are lost they're lost in the void. Yeah. There are games that you cannot play anymore unless you have a system with it downloaded. Yeah. And that's it. And not all of them are good games. Some of them are great games, but it still factors in that there are games. And, and it's not even like, you know, lesser known stuff. I mean, I, Scott Pilgrim is obviously the number one uh, on most people's list. But, you know, Turtles in Time had a remake that, that was digital only gone. You can't mm-hmm. you can't get it anymore. You can't download it anymore. Um not that it was an amazing remake, but it's still, you know, for those turtle collectors, there's a, there's a big fan base there. They can't own every game now if they didn't get that one. Um, and it, it just follows suit. So many. Look at the, the Rebirth games, the Castlevania mm. and, and uh, what was the other ones? Uh, Contra Rebirth. Contra, yeah. You know, like those games are fantastic. Gone. If you don't have a Wii with them downloaded, you can't play them now. You can literally take $10 billion and go to Konami, and you can't buy that game. 
mm-hmm. or any of those games. And that to me is a problem. Yeah. Like it, people should be, the games are meant to be played. Games mm-hmm. are meant to be enjoyed. People should be allowed to play them at any point in time. Yeah. They should be available. Yeah. And, and, when it's yeah. not. <laughs> well, and it's cool that like really, I mean, you've talked about them before too, but you know, that there are a lot of con- uh, companies that are uh, making physical games of a lot of the digital ones right now to help preserve them and and good for collectors and things like that, which is great. I love that the game that companies like that have started popping up because um, they're able to really um, give us a chance to play some of those games years down the line after they do shut down servers like that. And that's really, um, I think that was my, my initial approach at DS and 3DS, especially, uh, um, or DSi, I guess a little bit, but especially 3DS, because I loved taking my system on the go and just having all the, the games on there. I think the very first time with my DS, when I used to run Homebrew on it, um, which I don't recommend, we're not you know promoting you know all that stuff, that, that's all illegal and everything. But the games that I actually had and I was able to you know run Homebrew, it was so great to be able to take it with me and not have to worry about all those little cartridges that I may lose on a plane or whatever, I just had the system. And so when the 3DS came around, I started downloading almost everything just out of convenience alone. But then when the when Wii U came along and especially Switch um, is when I've started kind of going back a little bit. And so I'll still do a lot of digital, but I, I have to think about it ahead of time. And I go, is this a game that I think I will want to play long after this system is gone? If it is, I'll buy digital. If it's something I want to keep and and have it if it's a game that i just want to toy around with and it's probably not you know a lot of indie games are like that but um not all of them some of them are fantastic and i'll want to play for years and years but um but i kind of have to go through that in my head now because if it's if it's a game that i think i want to i'll I'll a lot of times slide over to digital or to physical because i know at some point it's going to be gone and uh and i want to maybe still play it you know in the future yeah um, I also want to bring up uh, Oni's in the chat talking about one of the positives of digital is the secondhand market is uh, nothing goes to the developers anymore. Mm-hmm. Once you buy a game and you sell it to someone else, the developers don't get anything. And digital allows the developers to still reap money. And that's absolutely true, um, 100%, which is why I'm an advocate for both. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will always personally buy physical because I like to make sure that whenever I choose to play a game, I'm going to at least be able to play the game. Right. Uh, and and of course, lately physical is is <laughs> developers are getting cheaper and cheaper. I mean, I've done plenty of rants on on Crapcom um, <laughs> for how many times they they sell a two pack and only put one thing on the game, or right. the the latest the 2K games where like just two levels are on the game and mm-hmm. on the card and the rest is download. That's crap. That's right. crappy. That's 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 like a Fosico, as we we call them. Right. Uh, it is a fake physical, mm-hmm. and uh, that that's happened on other systems too. And and obviously updates. You know, like mm-hmm. if a game is updated or patched later, the the card or the disc has the only the original version on it. But at least you can play the original. Right. Um. And and it's true that there is definitely negatives to that. And that's one of the reasons. Like when I was reading the Bubble Bobble thing, that's why. Um, strictly limited which that's one of their mission statements is to have the complete game on the card mm-hmm. said we're going to be reissuing or we're going to do something to get the full version of that game out there um and i, I think that's important yeah um there was another issue with uh, hollow knight um i don't know if you know this when hollow knight went physical uh 
I forget if it, I think it was I am eight bit did it or uh, no, it was not. It was another company, but they they put it out and uh, it advertised right there. The little sticker includes all four DLC. Mm. When you popped in the game, you had a big download, mm. and people were like, "Wait a minute, what's going on?" And they addressed that the last of the four DLCs was actually not on the card. It was mm. a download afterwards and it was a free download but it was it did didn't include on the card there was a you know it wasn't submitted in time or whatever happened so people complained right. to the point that reissued the game they allowed you to send the card back if you wanted and they reprinted the game and now if you were to purchase uh the physical version of hollow knight it actually has everything on the card hmm. so it does take up yeah the memory card space and you don't have to worry about it and when the servers go down it it is the complete version of hollow knight now yeah and i think that's the most important certain games like celeste were were held back and, and uh, shovel knight is a prime mm-hmm. example that was a launch title on the, the switch and obviously came up before it and they stated they wanted to do a physical on the switch but they wanted everything right and it didn't get physical until treasure trove was complete and i applaud them for that mm-hmm. because that's the physical game should be they should absolutely be the complete version of the game um and if you remember back in like the 360 ps3 era and even real before that with the game of the year editions the disc used to be the complete version of the game. Now, if you buy a PS4 game of the year edition, oh man, I'm going to get Spider-Man game of the year. It's going to have everything. No, it's going to be the same exact disc <laughs> with a piece of paper with a download code and you could download everything. So yeah. you're still getting everything. You're just not getting everything on disc. And, and recently I did the life is strange games, the whole series love those series, but really pissed off about the before the storm disc and especially the life is strange Two disc because Life is Strange 2 is the first four episodes with Captain Spirit, but the fifth one is a download code. And if you buy that used, you can't complete the game. You have mm-hmm. to actually purchase the fifth episode. And the same with Before the Storm, you get the three episodes there, but if you want the farewell, there's a download code they give you, but it's not on the disc. That I hate. That is, you know, yeah. just, just release the whole thing. Release the, and, and they started doing that with Telltale uh, mm-hmm. too. They did like the Batman, the first Batman, not, not. The, the switch release which did have it all on card like if you bought the ps4 version it's a season pass disc with episode one on the disc and the other ones you have to download no <laughs> give give us the whole thing preserve it yeah, especially for people like uh, for a lot of them like you're buying the physical not just because you don't want to down, because you actually want the physical game like there's yeah. there's a lot more thought that goes into it than just like oh i'm just uh, it's a replacement for digital or for download. That's not what it is. Resale value yeah. too. Right. Like GameStop can't sell the Resident Evil triple pack as the Resident <laughs> Evil triple pack. Resident Evil 4. Right. They can't sell Resident Evil Origins in one collection. Yeah. It's Origins. Yeah. Um, and that's just it. And the same with any type of secondhand. Mm-hmm. You have to sell only what's on the card. I wonder. Uh, maybe Spy- they're, they're one dude, maybe doing that on purpose, actually. Well, do you remember the whole Spyro thing? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, they put a Blu-ray. They couldn't put the three Spyro games on a Blu-ray, though they did eventually. But there was a big backlash. Why Why is only the first game on this right. Blu-ray? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's a, it's, developers are trying to maximize their profit, hands down. Mm-hmm. Digital is, is a way they can do that. But they're getting cheap on the physical. And that just pisses people off right. and causes people to not even purchase your product. Do it fairly even if you make five dollars on the physical 
let's say you only make five dollars in the physical, you're still making money. Mm-hmm. So if you sell a million of them, you're making five million. Right. You're still making money, and you're they're not making five dollars; they're making a little more. Um, but still, don't mm-hmm. the nicer you are to your fan base, the more they're willing to purchase from you. Yeah. You piss off your fan base; they're going to stop purchasing. And and any type of business, your bread and butter is the repeat customer. Mm-hmm. And that's that's business one hundred and one. You keep a customer happy; they come back. That that's great. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Oni's acknowledging went, that uh, you got all fired up. I knew it was going to yeah, happen. That, Wait, we that knew happens. It. <laughs> that, that happens. Um, <laughs> It's all Greg's. <laughs> it's all Greg's. Well. Uh, going into the chat, uh, Dave says uh, he's asking if, it, if the shutdown affects Latin American countries only. It's actually limited Latin American countries, so not every Latin American country. It's it's only the ones that had limited access to the eShop already in some way that they didn't have the full eShop. So um, so Latin American countries like. Um, Brazil, I guess, is maybe considered that, and Mexico, um, they're fine. They're they're still up and everything. It's some of the ones that uh, that had the smaller access or whatever. Anyhow, um, and then Oni also said that uh, Fosicle sounds like a mystery flavored popsicle, which I, I agree. It does. Um, and uh, let's see. And uh, Dave also said that there are certain games that benefit from being digital on your system. Um, so that is true. That you do have sometimes a, a more uh, like the frame rate and stuff like that is affected. I've noticed even if you run a game from an SD card versus actually on the system itself versus on a on a cartridge, there are some games that that uh, will run better if they're installed on your system memory um, versus all those other things. So that is a, that's a real thing. I don't think it's probably not enough to really matter, but it is a, it is a thing. Um, One of the things that I I think of too, um, now that we've gotten away from Wii U and 3DS, um, those are in our past. Who knows what Nintendo is going to do in the future, but at least for now with the switch, we have a more like a, a normal (laughs) <laughs> quote system um that maybe a lot of these games will get moved forward and can if they maybe get new iterations or they can uh like port them over in the future to new systems and they could still have life that way um yes. but you can't take like a 3ds or wii u game is hard because they have the two dual screen thing and all those sort of stuff but a switch game moving it to another system that runs very similar to switch it could be ported in the future, so that could help some of those games have new life if they don't go physical. Yeah, there's other there's other issues with uh, with like David's talking about like certain games. Um, there are, there are certain games that uh, are try to be online, and EA, EA is the worst at doing this. Where it's like we're gonna add new online things that you can only do if you have connected to the online and make a more robust experience. And and that idea spectacularly failed. If anyone remembers the remake of SimCity and that was forced mm. online and people were pissed. And even Diablo 3, you know, outside the Switch version, if you want to play single player, you have to be connected to to the Internet. Mm-hmm. And that's that's stupid. Like, I'm playing Mass Effect Andromeda now. And every time I you know, bring my PS4 outside of, you know, rest mode, it's like you've been disconnected to the EA servers and you can't do multi. I don't care. I'm playing a single player game. Right. You know, I, I hate things that force you to have these live servers. I, ho- I hate them when they, they're just like, it's a single player game. I don't want multiplayer. I don't want online. I, I want to enjoy a single player experience. Don't yeah. make me connect to the internet. Yeah. Because once those servers go down, physical or not, the game is a, a, a coaster. Right. Even digital. Yeah. Coaster. 
Yeah, Dave's asking when do we think Nintendo shuts down the 3DS and Wii U eShop servers worldwide? Um, I don't know. What do you What do you guys think, Greg? Do you get any thoughts about that? Like when when do you think they're all shutting down? I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. I mean, I know the Wii U is kind of quick shoved to the curb, but there also doesn't seem like they're want to like completely cut the um, cord on it. So I don't know. It. I guess it just depends along until um, like when they determine that not enough people are like accessing it or making purchases on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure it's obviously declined with the switch, but there's probably still people that like to go like they are usually a generation behind when they like buy the console just because it's a lot cheaper to buy the console and all the games are much more marked down and easier to get and easier to acquire in some places like obviously GameStop still has a lot of used copies of like a lot of Wii U games. So I would think that they probably want to still keep it going for at least a few more years or like closer to the end of the Switch's life cycle and it's replaced with like the Switch 2 or whatever. I mean, Nintendo always changes the name obviously every time they pretty much do a new console anyway. So I would think it might last until the next the following generation but i don't know yeah it's kind of hard to say and the 3ds was long chugging along with the switch all the way through like the first year or two still getting new games and everything so i don't think they really want to jump to shut down the 3ds one any sooner but i don't know yeah yeah i think i think it's an easy answer honestly the easy answer is this when it stops being profitable that is when they're going to shut it down. If it stays profitable for 10 years, they will keep it up for 10 years. If it stops in three, they're going to shut it down in three mm-hmm. because they're a business. They're not about making or about losing money. They're about making money. So if it's making money for them, they'll keep it up. Now, how well they maintain it is another story, but they'll <laughs> keep it up. This is Nintendo we're talking about. They can't get the Switch online right. But but yeah, that that Every is. Once it could in a while, be we still get a Wii U game. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could be 2021. It could be 2022. Yeah. It could be 2025. We don't know. Yeah, it's that's the that's the the honest answer is when it's not being profitable, and that that holds true for any online service yeah and, and even an mmo like oh i want to play you know world of warcraft that game has been going on for a while when is that going to end when it stops being profitable yeah. final fantasy 11 is still going on why is it still going on with a paid it's subscription since 2002 because Square's still making money yeah yeah and i think with that in mind i actually i wouldn't be surprised if we see the 3ds eShop live longer than the wii u one because there's such a, a broader fan base out there there's more users like I think people, I, I still see people playing their 3DS, their 2DS um, on the go, um, you know, three years into the Switch. I still see that um, over Christmas. I saw a, a guy that <laughs> had a gigantic case on it, though. <laughs> it's like, it was like, man, you afraid of like dropping it off the plane? Like, what? It's like this huge thing on it. Um, but he was he was sitting there playing, you know, his 3DS. Um, so I almost I, I feel like they would have a longer life than than the Wii U. But I guess we'll see. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. Yeah. Um, let's move on to our last uh, news story, and so it's a small one, um, but uh, so a little homage to uh, to Oni from Nintendo Everything because we're going to pull up their article here on the My Nintendo app that has released in Japan. Um, so My Nintendo uh, is, of course, your uh, rewards. 
program that uh, that Nintendo um, used to replace Club Nintendo and and all that sort of thing. Um, but in Japan, you actually have uh, they have an app now that you can download on your smartphone in order to um, access news, purchase products, um, and even certain venues you can uh, scan in with their QR code. So a lot of the stuff that the the mobile app, uh, the mobile site does uh you can actually access on the app and i think it even has if i'm if i'm remembering correctly i think it has access to your uh play history as well so you can look through your play history for 3ds and wii u i believe on there as well so um yeah have you guys tried to to download this japan only app and and do you hope it comes to america um what do you what do you think there barry I did not download the app, um, and I, uh, I I might if it comes over here, but I feel I shouldn't have to download an app to do something I should be able to do on the Switch UI proper, which is just go back through and see all my games, how much time I've played on those games, and uh, compare with my friends and, and how long they've played. And, and, and I shouldn't... <sighs> I, think, I think Nintendo... <sighs> They're doing things the Nintendo way, which isn't necessarily the smart way. <laughs> That's great for your personal thing, but sometimes it's nice just to to see what your friends have been playing or, or hey, you know what? I'm curious how many hours they put into this game. I, I just recently played it, and I put 20 hours in. How much did they? Oh, they haven't played it, but I know they played it. Oh, they played it so long ago that it's gone. Um, like the 360 when the 360 came out, it was with achievements and you looked at a friend, um, it actually showed you your common achievements at the start, um, right there. Boom. And it was really nice. And, uh, you can compare, Oh, I've got 50 achievements. They've got 25 or they've got 75. I'd like to see them do that with the switch. Mm, Yeah. Uh, Greg, what, what do you uh, what do you think about uh, this app? Are you going to be rushing to download it, you know, from the Japanese app store? Or, well, no, I don't think I have <laughs> access to the Japanese app store on my iPhone, but maybe, but probably not. Um, I don't know. I don't really see much a huge use for it. I mean, they don't really have enough stuff that I need to like. Oh man, I need to check it. Like what the new latest things are today. I mean. Mm. I barely even remember to log in once a week to get the free coins and do any outstanding missions and stuff. But I don't know. I mean, it might make it a little bit easier to log in if it was on my phone, but I don't know. I'm not definitely not be going out of my way to try to get it like sooner than normal if it, that's the case. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, Dave says it pretty pretty well in the chat. Uh, I don't think I, I think Nintendo forgot about my Nintendo. Um, yeah, especially in a way for specifically, yeah, Nintendo of America forgot about Nintendo and uh, my Nintendo and and our customers and, and pretty much everything. Um, so I don't know. We'll we'll see. Um, I think it's cool. I, what I really think, I, like, I don't know why. Why can't this just be all lumped into just one Nintendo app on my phone? My Nintendo, the Nintendo Online service, like, not that I love it, but. There's some benefits. The my the Animal Crossing apps, uh, a sub app in there is actually kind of fun, and it's cool to scan the QR codes and things like that. Um, you know, the the chat or like the voice chat does work. It's janky, but it does work. Um, janky, really? You had janky with it? Well, it's just kind of weird that you have to 
like janky setup not the not the the, oh. the service itself is janky but just the setup that you have to connect to your phone and things like that it works really smoothly um it's you know yeah have you i don't know how much you you messed around with it but hassan and i actually did one one time and we discovered i left his island and it gave me a message like oh you need to disconnect because you're you're off the island but it 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 let us talk for about another five to ten minutes with me off the island (laughs) which means you should be able to connect by like skype or any anything else discord just have a voice chat with your friends using that app not being on the islands together it clearly works right but nintendo as backwards as they are with technology refuses to let you do it right yeah yeah, and I think I think the the more I use Discord and and stuff like that, I could see you know like there are games that I use Discord with, so I could see why they'd be they think that and they could tie it in together. Um, but I'd also just like it to to run on the system itself too, um, like just just bake it into the system, like that'd be a whole lot easier. But anyway. Um, yeah, so who knows if we're going to get it. Let us know you guys' thoughts about this app. Would you want it to come to uh, to North America, the West, and everything, or UK with this just being in Japan only? Um, Oni says that he agrees on the singular Nintendo phone app. That'd be great to just include it all together. Um, yeah, that's where I'm with with you guys. Like, if... You know, if they if they rope it in, cool. If they don't, I might download it and play around with it, but it's not something that I have to have. Um... But, but yeah, you know, we kind of just like become like Mitomo to me, where it's just like, oh, I just barely locking into it, just just because. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, well, that's the that's the big news and everything for over the last couple of weeks. Um, and uh, yeah, we're 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 still more to talk about and everything, but we will be back. Uh, May twelfth is our next podcast, so I'm sure that there's going to be some things. Um, over the next couple of weeks, and we'll we'll talk about that our next podcast on May twelfth. Um, again, still more to talk about before we wrap up, but just want to thank you guys. Uh, take a moment to thanks for for joining us tonight. Thanks for jumping into the chat and everything. It's been awesome to hear what you're you're thinking and everything. Sometimes it's it's even hard to keep up because you guys are chatting so much. So that's really cool. Um, but uh, but yeah, let's talk about what's coming up over the next couple of weeks uh, until our next episode on May twelfth. Uh, we do have. Uh, a few games that are going to be be coming out. Um, not a whole lot. Um, some notable ones, um, like I said, Ninjala exclusive uh, Ninja Club came out today for free. Also, Moving Out was another one of those indie games that came uh, and that also I think has a, um, a physical release uh, that yep. came out today as well. Um, but uh, Streets of Rage Four is coming out on uh, April thirtieth, so just a couple days away. Um, yeah, I, there was nothing else that like really big that stood out to me. Um, but what are you guys excited about, uh, playing that, that may be coming out over the next couple of weeks or, um, that just, you, you haven't gotten to yet. And, uh, and you're going to be hopefully, uh, playing that over, uh, the next couple of weeks until our next podcast. Barry, let's go to you first. Uh, the main thing I'm planning on playing is Trials of Mana. I'm, I'm watching you scroll through, uh, and it's it's sad. I see like the Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Four, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's getting a physical in every region but the United States. The United States, it's digital only, and it's like seeing things like that just like angers me. It's like, mm-hmm. why do you hate us so much over here? Yeah. Um, Streets of Rage Four is one I'm very much looking forward to, but I have that physically pre-ordered from Limited Run, so I'll be waiting for that. Um, but yeah, the the main thing is going to be Trials of, of Mana, and 
that's going to absorb me for uh, at least a little bit. Cool. Cool. Greg, how about you? Um, I know in that, um, when we covered the indie direct, I was, had expressed uh, interest in that level head game, um, with everything happening with Mario maker two and other games that have come out, I probably won't end up picking that one up. Um, I know super mash also is coming out and that one I might actually pick up because that one was pretty cool. I can merge the two styles of like two genres, of games, and it makes like a new one every time. So that one I will probably still end up picking up. I don't know if I'll play it before the next podcast, but I do anticipate to pick that one up. Uh, those were the only two ones that really stood out to me. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Um, let's see. Jakester says he's excited about starting Tokyo Mirage, uh, Trials of Mana, and continuing in Fire Emblem and Dragon Quest XI, which is cool. That's that's a lot of games over the next couple weeks, so that's going to be fun. Yeah, Barry, that's Greg, an awesome he, list. He might, uh, he might be competing with you in the number of games next time, Greg. I don't know. <laughs> um, let's see. Dave's going to be playing Deadly Premonition Origins. Uh, oh, wait. He said Deadly Premonition's Origins is 50% off. Sorry. And he said that's very tempting. Um, oh, Jakester is also going to be playing Ori. Man, Jakester, you're going to be playing a lot of games over the next couple of weeks. Uh, that's going to be awesome. Uh, Jakester does stream, so if you haven't, uh, if you've joined our, our uh, Discord, you can see all of uh, Jakester's streams in there too. You can check those out uh, when he plays all those games. Um, yeah, for me, uh, continuing in a lot of uh, the games that I have been playing, of course, um, but. Uh, as, as Barry alluded to, we're going to be doing, uh, damaged in transit, tra- damaged in transit. Um, yes. and so we'll be doing a, eventually a game chat about that one, hopefully pretty soon. So we're going to be, I gotta, I gotta get some time in with that. So I actually have some stuff to talk about with it. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we're like, oh, you know, it's a great, uh, title screen. Uh, that's about all I saw. Um, and then, no, you gotta- uh, there's also another one that we're going to be doing probably either stream, like first impressions or a game chat. Um, I've talked about it before, but, uh, save your nuts is another, uh, indie game. Um, it's kind of a, a fun little like squirrel based game where you like go and grab, uh, the nuts and like hoard them and everything. So, um, so yeah, um, I'll be playing that one and hopefully doing a game chat on that one fairly soon. And then uh, really looking forward to getting finally into, because I didn't get over the last couple of weeks, the Trials of Mana demo, um, at least spending a good chunk of time with the, with the demo. Um, we'll see if I uh, eventually get the, the full game, but definitely want to play the demo through. And um, yeah, I'm not even going to touch Torna. So <laughs> I just want to throw that in there. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, for you guys that are only listen to the podcast after the fact, you you miss so much. You should definitely join us on the video version, um, specifically live, because uh, then you you see places that I mess up and I accidentally mute Barry, um, and then you also get to see lovely comments or uh, not comments, uh, nonverbal comments, we'll say, um, from Barry's face when I say I'm going to ignore Torna. Um, so yeah, you should definitely check out the video every once in a while. <laughs> I say I definitely felt the uncomfortable silence. I was like, "How did Barry not say anything?" But I was like, "He probably was muted." <laughs> He's probably oh, no. muted. I'm not muted at all. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Steve, uh, Steve just just hates good things, which is why he mutes me. <laughs> oh man, uh, it's been great to hang out with you guys tonight, uh, as always, but especially tonight. It's been fun as we're all quarantined together 
separately, um, playing a lot of video games and and just having fun and trying to stay sane as we avoid the uh, the coronavirus and all that stuff. Um, for all you guys out there, hope we do hope that you guys stay safe and healthy uh, through all this. And uh, you know, just just a reminder from Nintendo Fuse it has nothing to do with video games. Just make sure you guys are staying smart out there and, and taking care about each other. Um, we want to hopefully get back to uh, quote unquote uh, normal life as soon as possible. And so we just uh, hang in there together, take care of each other, um, play some video games together, do safe things like that. Um, but uh, watch out for each other. Um, that's, that's the bigger community. That's, I, I think that's the, one of the, the cool things that I've always loved going to events like PAX and, and Comic-Con and, and, you know, the other events that are out there, um, even E3 and things like that is this, that bigger gaming community um it's just really cool and so um let's do our part to take care of each other and uh and watch out for each other during this time so thank you guys so much again we'll be back uh may 12th with our next episode uh greg and barry it's always great to talk video games with you guys do you guys have any any parting thoughts before we sign off for tonight greg anything just as you I would kind of echo what you said just stay safe and make sure you're careful and Obviously, try to stay home if you can and be protected when you go out. So, got to get through all this and everything will be back to normal before we know it, hopefully. So, yeah. Barry, anything? Uh, yeah, just want to thank all the essential workers out there that are right now keeping society running. Um, you know, we wouldn't be here without you. So, thank you uh, to every one of you. And uh, let's just hope that we get through this, uh, you know, as soon as possible, but not too early. Um, also want to say, you know, if if you look at gameplay and we're going to be doing the, the game chat for Damage and Transit again, a reminder, there's the contest going on this week uh, on my Twitter. You can find the, uh, the link on how to enter that. There's a code from the developers we're going to be giving away. Um, so please enter that and give the developers some love. They're, they're really cool people. They're an indie, indie group. Um, and yeah, look forward to that game chat coming soon. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you guys again. Join us in the Discord. Join us on social media if you haven't yet. And uh, we'll see you next time and uh, hopefully between episodes and Discord. Um, have a great night and uh, happy gaming. <laughs>